Count my cards, my money's short. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Two and a Half Athletes. We uh, took the week off last week. The boys were down in Myrtle Beach playing some golf. Seth had a wedding. And with that, I want to welcome Seth here. Seth has been a, a long-time listener. First time, long time. Um, Seth, we met through Hunter. He's Hunter's boy from back in Salisbury, Maryland. And now he's our boy. So, Seth, welcome to the pod. Thank you, Tony. I do want to piggyback off that. Probably the longest standing outsider friend to the Philly U crew. You know, we could get into that later. If someone else would be longer, I don't know. But yeah, thanks for thanks for having me on. It's it's actually a huge thrill. Yeah, I would say so. I would agree with that. I think I met you first sophomore year of college. So yeah, like 10, 10, nine years now. So yeah, I can agree with that. It's gotta be you or you or Kieran who's like maybe dying choking on his dinner. So I think you're the last one. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, welcome aboard. Um, we wanted to have you on this week to talk some NBA. You are a big NBA head like ourselves here. Uh, we've had Hunter and Megs on every NBA pod that we've done with the Simmons pods, the trade deadlines, the the uh, season previews here. So we want to do a big finals preview pod, and we wanted to have you on for that. But before we get into that, let's recap the conference finals. Uh, we had the Warriors beating the Mavs in the West, and then we had the Celtics beating the Heat in the East. Um, I would say, which team do you think had a more impressive resume coming in the finals right now? I would say, I mean, counting the first two rounds, I, I'd probably say the Celtics have beat better teams, but the Celtics have played a lot of teams that are missing people or are hurt. Like Heat were Butler and Lowry weren't really themselves. I mean, Butler played well. And then the Bucks didn't have Middleton, and I mean, the Nets were just kind of the Nets, but um. I don't know. I, I just thought the Mavs weren't really a conference finals team. I think they got there kind of on the back of Luka going crazy, and I thought they were a weak matchup. And I, what happened, I thought was going to happen. I thought the Warriors were going to beat them in five or six and pretty easily. So I would probably say the Celtics had the tougher road to the finals. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I think the Warriors kind of – I mean, the Warriors, I think, are a very good team, but I think they kind of got a little lucky with Denver with their injuries. And then um, Dallas missing – Hardaway Jr. is a big hit for that. And, I mean, if he if he played, he, they probably would have won another game or two. But I think, like we said, Luka kind of carried them. I don't think they were even, like, a top-four team in the West, if you look at the West overall. So I could agree with the Celtics there. Yeah. I mean, I really like that the Mavs got there. I think that's huge for Luka and huge for that team. I just think they were simply overmatched. I don't think anyone really expected them to even take it, take it along – in that series, I think the Warriors were just too much. Not to say that they're as great as they were a couple of years ago, but maybe that maybe that series against Phoenix was a fluke. I think that probably would have been a, a much better series. But you play who you play. So, yeah, I think Celtics have gone through an absolute gauntlet. You can say injuries, I guess, but, I mean, the Nets, no one wanted to play the Nets, whatever you want to say about them, except for the Celtics. The Celtics, you know, the Bucks played out of that seed basically, and the Celtics, to sweep them, that's pretty impressive. I don't care who you are. If you have KD and you're getting swept, KD and Kyrie and you're getting swept, that's pretty big. Um, clearly, Chris Middleton out, but still, people probably like the Bucks that that series, and then the Heat, say what you want, one seed, the one seed overall, they've been through an absolute gauntlet. Yeah, which is crazy, because the Celtics, like you said about the Nets, the Nets kind of played out of their seed, but the Celtics played to get the two seed. They kind of looked at their path 
in the playoffs and see how everything was aligned. And they played to get the two seed, thinking they could make a finals run with that two seed. And that's exactly what they've done here. The, with the way that Seth breaks it down that way, they actually did have a much tougher road to it. I mean, Luke is a freak in the playoffs, but he's one guy. He's not really a team. And the Celtics, my God, I forget they even went through the Nets to start it. Like, I, were they even favorites in that series? I feel like people were doubting them. They thought that would go seven, ends up going four. And then they play the Bucks, defending champs, and then the Heat, who just kind of walked through the Sixers at that point. So, I mean, yeah, I agree. I think the Celtics have a better resume, but I don't think that that's going to help them getting into it. I think that they're they've played harder teams, but I actually would would lean the other side if I had to pick for coming up. But I know we're getting into that. And I also think with the Celtics against the Bucks and the Heat both going seven games, I think that could help them build a little more locker room chemistry. I think especially after the first one, like a, a game seven win is huge for your team, huge for your locker room, huge for the chemistry. But now it's like, did they play too many games? Yeah, two two series in a row. But now it's like, did they play too many games? Are they too gassed? Now it's on the old rest versus rest debate now. The Warriors don't need that game. The Warriors have been the same team for so many years. They've already done it with that same core. So, I mean, it's not like they don't need that rah-rah culture builder type of hey, we can do this in the playoffs type. They have that. So they don't need that momentum. They're, they're, they've been there multiple times. They know how to win. Which is wild for the Warriors how quick they've – I don't really want to say rebuild it, but bounce back from last year. Last year they were a lottery team. They had two picks in the top 20. Uh, they still had Wiseman. Didn't really know what to do with him. People thought they were going to trade him, Wiggins, and maybe some picks for like another piece like Bill or somebody like that. And they just rolled with what they had, and it turned out to be successful for them. For someone who – if someone does not follow the NBA at all, they just look at, like, the Warriors' projection over – or, like, where they've ended over the couple seasons. They're going to look at finals, 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 and then – what were they, dead last, second to last? Yeah, and they're, finals like, again. second to last, and then they lost – they lost in the play-in last year to the Grizzlies. They didn't make the playoffs. Right. Yeah. Well, they lost to the and, Lakers and then the yeah, Grizzlies. Yeah. I feel like I have to say, so he did not walk through the Sixers. It was a six-game series. Other than that, we'll, we'll move on. That's four, two. Yeah, six games, one less than the Mavs. I'll toss this one out. What what can the Mavs do to do that again or get over the hump? I think they got to get a second creator. Like It's, a it's tough Levine. because I, I don't know if it's Levine because they're going to pay Bronson this offseason. They fucked up not paying him when he was due. Brunson They're gonna pay him. For them. I think Brunson's out. I think Brunson's gonna be New York Nick. You think so? Yeah, I think he's, he's out. Gonna think he's gonna get paid. I think he's gonna get maxed. Someone's gonna max Jalen Brunson. Brunson's gonna go to the Jazz. Mitchell to the Knicks. I bet you Brunson gets like what five for one sixty. What is the what is the mini max or whatever that Tobias has? It's like yeah, it's something like that. Five for one. If you don't make an All NBA or anything like that. Yeah. Someone's Which gonna be wild. max his dumbass. I don't think someone would max him. I don't He'll think so paid. either. He was because he was eligible for like a four for he, seventy. He definitely boosted his. You think he gets in the hundred worth though? Yeah, he's a hundred million. Yeah, I think so. I also think, like you said, Tim Hardaway out. That was big for them. Yeah, but before the Brunson, before Brunson came alive, and before the uh, Dinwiddie trade, Hardaway was the second best player. Yeah, I thought what's his name was actually a horrible coach, uh, Jason Kidd, and then he proved me wrong this year. I thought he did a really yeah. good job. They went from like the worst defensive team in the league to a top five defense with Luca, who Luca doesn't really play defense. It's pretty crazy. Well, that's I mean, they they kind of took the same path as Boston, ironically. 
um, both first-year head coaches since the all-star breaker, either since the all-star break at the trade deadline, they went from like a bottom tier defense to a top three offense and defense in the league. And that's what helped them make this front for both of them. I think Boston was like five games under 500. Like three games. They were at like the Christmas. Like yeah. Relatively deep into the season. They started terribly. People yeah. in Boston were just, they, they rode the season off up here. Were they yeah, talking, talking about, about trading uh, Jalen Brown? I don't know what they kind of were thinking. They just, I think it was just like a fluke. They're not, they're not ready this year. I, I don't know. I know um, some pods I listen to, like Bill Simmons, especially they the trades were always get floated, and he was one like he was like, no, I'm not doing, I'm never entertaining that. And it got to a point early in the season where he was, he was like, yeah, I'll listen to offers. I don't know if I would do anything, but now I'm at the point where I'll listen to what's out there. Bill Simmons can't get ten, 10 minutes into a podcast without mentioning Larry Bird. Yeah, true. Uh, yeah, I will say though, Dinwiddie was a really good piece for them in that trade. Seems like Porzingis is just like. Huge oh, piece for him off the off the. I mean, he went for maybe thirty-one game and averaged like close to seventeen a game. He went off in that, that game. He kind of filled. Sun. He kind of filled that Hardaway in a little bit, like that. At least the points output, but he helped them a lot in the Jazz series. Yeah, I feel like they need that, a, a a big, like a good big. Yeah, I think what's his name Gobert would be a perfect fit there. Yeah, it would help them more defensively. Obviously, Gobert is limited offensively, but I don't really know if they need offensive help at this point. I don't know if they have the room, but like an Aiton, I think is that possible? Hey, honestly, it could be because everything he, I'm ever reading, he might be gone. Yeah, like what, he did, what he did was the Suns last game, what he played, 18 minutes, and he told Monty Williams he's not coming back in, which is wild. I think he's got to be gone, yeah. yeah. I was just going to say, I don't know how the money matches up, if it's a sign and trade or whatever it has to happen with the Suns, he would fit like crazy. I feel like with Luca and that. Team. Yeah, he's a restricted free agent, so it'd have to be a sign and trade. They didn't. They didn't sign him to a rookie mat. He doesn't. He didn't sign a rookie extension. Yeah, yeah, they didn't sign him. Which I, maybe they fucked up. Maybe they didn't. I honestly think if they lose Aiton, their window is even closing even more. I don't think they can get as far without a reliable big because it's another year on Chris Paul's body. Yeah, they sell Booker, but I think an older Chris Paul than no big. I don't know. Did either you guys? Any of you guys watch the end of the, the Celtics Heat series, Game Seven? Celtics almost had like a monumental collapse. Yeah, they were up like fifteen with like two or three minutes left, and it came down to Jimmy Butler had a, like a walk in wide open three to take the lead for like fifteen seconds. It was like a colossal collapse by the Celtics, but the Heat all that was a really weird series. The Celtics were like, either like they were just like ahead. beating the shit out of them, and then the the Heat would like squeak out these wins. It just felt like. I mean, it felt like the whole time the Celtics were the better team, but I don't know. I just uh, I don't know. The Heat are weird to me. I don't. I still don't think they're that good. I, I mean, I think they're good, but I don't think they're as talented as. I don't even think they're as talented as the Sixers were. I think they're way better coached and deeper and not injured at the time. But I think the I think the Celtics are extremely talented. But that was a weird series. I couldn't get a grasp on like why. I couldn't really understand why the Heat were even in the series. Big letdown for me on the Heat. This series was Bam. Yeah, he's a, he's a he's a, a dark skinned Ben Simmons. Might have to cut yeah. that. Yeah, but uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he averaged fifteen points, but like I th- I think he I think he was twenty in the regular season. Like he went for yeah. what like thirty in that game one, and then kind of dwindled. He has games I mean, where he takes like five shots. The Celtics can throw like three pretty legit cel- uh, centers at you with Horford, Robert Williams, Horford, and Tice. Like I don't know how. Hmm. 
well defensively Tice is, but just to have three centers you can cycle in. But see, that's the thing, big. and we can get into the um, the NBA Finals now. I don't know if that benefits them against the Warriors because the Warriors they'll play Looney, and Looney could help them grab boards. But I think against the Celtics lineup, they're going to play small ball. Yeah, I mean, are we going like, to the Finals Al- now? Yeah, unless you have something else on the the conference finals. Let's go same same thing with the Heat. What do the Heat do next year? I mean, they're still really young. Get rid of Lowry. I mean, he's got four. I think they said he's he got four. He was a three-year deal. Give him up to a team that's got young players that they don't really care for that much and kind of just, like, let this crap team eat his contract and then get a piece back for it. I, he was not helpful at all in the playoffs for them. Yeah. He's just kind of like a rah-rah, like, player coach at this point. He, he, he could be like, good for a bad team. He also he was, like, was actively injured. He was actively, like, like, hurting them in a lot of games. Though. Like, the games we played him with the Sixers, the two we won, he was, like, act out there actively hurting them. They're I remember you saying, him. Megs, you were hoping he, he came back when he was out and in. Yeah, I really yeah. was. I think the Heat are going to do, and I saw this from a little birdie on Twitter that I follow. I think the Heat are going to do Hero, Strauss, or maybe another pick or another player here and picks for Mitchell. Did we just lose power? Yeah, we just lost power over here. Uh-oh. Maybe if Megs would pay his fucking bills, dude. This guy's poor as shit. Oh, power's back on. Power's back on. There's that generator. Weird. There's that backup generator. I also, I'm not really sure I'm buying this whole, I know they gave Duncan Robinson a little more tick there, but I don't know if I'm buying the whole, like, they kind of just iced him for a while. I guess Struce plays a little better defense, but he, I don't know. That was, he was so, huge in the, in the bubble. And, yeah, probably overpaid for, like, exactly what you're saying for what he's playing. But, I mean, I think he's still a good player. I would take him. Yeah. I think, I mean, I just looked up. Lowry's got two years, 60, like, two left on his contract. And uh, Robinson's got, like, three for 80, three for 75 left. I don't know if they can package those two and get something for him because I don't, yeah, know, I don't you, know can you pay Duncan Robinson this kind of money if you're not going to play him at all. Yeah. I think Hero's kind of really the only asset. I don't think they're going to move Bam. Jimmy's obviously staying there. Larry, I don't see them moving What's, him. What is Oladipo on? He's a he's a free agent. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he was he was pretty big for them. I mean, he played he played more minutes than I thought he would be playing. He had flashes for sure. Yeah. Yeah, once in a while he like flashes back to being old, somewhat old Oladipo. Like, cool. We'll have a blow by and like get to the rim or hit a step back. And he looks he looks like he's getting his bounce back a little bit. Yeah, I've always liked him, especially back to OKC and Indy. I've always liked him. This could bite me, but and Butler seems like he's an older 32-year-old at this point. I don't know. He just 32, you would think is still young, but I don't. I don't know how much he can he can extend got, every single postseason. He's got those Tibbs minutes on him when Tibbs That's is playing true. like 38 yeah. minutes. Yeah, That's true. I think he played every minute of that game seven. Yeah, yeah. yeah he didn't play two minutes in the last. Two games. He's that his like playoff shit is shocking. He's like one of the worst shooters. And he went to a month and a half this year without shooting a three. Then he goes game six, four of eight from three. And like he's shooting 30, 39% from three in the playoffs, 22 or 23 in the regular season. He's just a completely different dude in the playoffs. Yeah, I think he's very good. I mean, that's why I mean we can get to it. We'll get to it next week, probably, but I I think he's a superstar in the league. But let's get let's get to the finals. Give us some some previews here and who we think is going to win an MVP. Seth, I'm going to start with you. Who do you think is going to win in how many games? 
So I don't love it. Maybe I'm a new homer up in Boston, but I'm going to go Celtics in six. Tatum MVP. I just, I've been, I've been really watching like with friends at bars or whatever, like all these Celtics games, they're a little careless. And they, sometimes you're like, how are they losing so many of the heat? Cause that, like Meg said, I do think they are ex- like, I think they are way more talented than the heat. And you'd sometimes you'd be like, how is this happening? And you can't allow that many times against the Warriors, but I think it's going to come down to, to Marcus Smart. I think I wrote down, like I was, he took 22 shots in that game seven, the most on the, on the team. I don't know why that's happening. They were just letting him shoot. The Heat, the heat were just content with letting him shoot. They were just guarding everybody else. And he, av- and he averaged, uh, he was shooting in that series, 36% from the field, 29% from three. Yeah. So obviously he's not the offensive power, but why is he taking 22 shots if he's not the offensive power? But I think him against Steph, if he can get physical with Steph, if they allow him to get physical with Steph, if he can just keep Steph from going for, for 40 any given night, I think like he could be he could be a big decider. I just like how many people they can throw at everyone, too. Like Jalen Brown can play defense. Jason Tatum can play defense. Grant Williams can play defense. Robert Williams is a beast down low if he's healthy. Al Horford has been playing out of his mind. He seems like he's 40. I remember, Hunter, I remember sitting at the Bay House in like 2000 and – 13 or 15 or something hawks calves yeah watching yeah. the the calves sweep the hawks and yeah. i even then thinking like al horford is old yeah <laughs> like and he's had such a resurgence but he's yeah. been playing unreal i uh i just think i think they're they're a little younger they have a little more fire right now i don't know i'm gonna go next because i i kind of agree with you but I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Celtics at seven, and I've thought about it all day. I think Warriors are like a clone identity of what they were in years past, but I think they haven't played a defensive team like Boston. Um, but it is interesting because I don't think Boston has a home court advantage like the Warriors do. Like Boston has shown they could be beat at the Garden, which is wild. Like especially in like a high-profile team in the NBA, and I don't my biggest concern is can Boston win at Oracle, but I, been I just nice think on the road. Yeah. Yeah, they have, but another Weirdly. stat I saw. Yeah. And I think, I think that could be the determining factor, but another stat I saw today is since Steve Kerr took over in 2010, the Celtics have the best record against the Warriors in terms of win percentage. And they're the only team that has an over 500 win percentage against the Warriors. So, and sport came in in 2014. So he hasn't been there for the entirety of Steve Kerr's career. But I think him against Curry, like you said, is the X factor. And Clay's slowly coming back, but I think Tatum on Clay, they can live with that. You just have to let like Wiggins or Poole beat you, which I don't know if those guys are high profile enough to win in a finals by themselves, you know? Clay's consistency is another big thing. So like, have to go into the parade if they win? Yeah, hell yeah. That'll be so sweet. <laughs> I might even no. go. They I just got a I just got an Instagram from like city of Boston Instagram saying they're having like a watching party at a uh, Faneuil hall, which would be maybe a little too much, but that'd be pretty mm. sweet. Seth will be painting the face with leprechauns and four leaf clovers here. By the Four leaf clovers over my nipples. <laughs> you should wear a LeBron jersey. See what happens. Would the Lakers piss them off the most or would the heat piss them off the most or the Celtic there? I mean, the Cavs, the Cavs. Yeah. I don't the know. The Cavs have done the most dirty to them recently. <laughs> yeah. 
I feel like they well, say Lakers would. That's like their Lakers Celtics. They fucking hate the Lakers. Yeah, it's true. Max, who's your? Um, no, we got two. We got two Celtics. Sure. Two Celtics. Celtics six. Celtics seven. We got well, here, comes, here comes bias. Yeah. Where's so, his bias? I don't even know where his bias goes. Obviously, I, I hate the Celtics more than any team uh, in special yeah, sports. Yeah. Um, really? Yeah, more than the Cowboys, that. more than anyone. I can't stand them. Um, but, you know, I do think they're very good. I do think they're well coached. Uh, Eme, former Sixer assistant, nice job, guys. Um, they're, I think they're a tough matchup. I saw online uh, on Twitter that Steph Curry went guarded by Marcus Smart in his career. Shoots 36 from the field and 30 from three, which is not good numbers for Steph. So that's a little scary. Um, but, you know, I think the Warriors have done it before. I trust Steph, I trust Clay, and I trust Draymond more than Marcus Smart in these smart spots and, and you know, Peyton Pritchard and White. And I think nice. the role players on – I think the role players on uh, the Warriors are better. I think Poole's better, and those guys are better than the role players for the Celtics. So I'm going to Warriors in six. And by the way, I don't know. I'm like 98% sure if you go back and listen to our player preview pod, I think I picked Warriors Celtics at the finals. Well, the cross no, that. No way. He 100%. 100%. I know I didn't. Oh, now it's 100%. Positive. Yeah, I went up 2%. But look, go look it up. I had Warriors Celtics. I had the final. Who's your research game. team on this pod? Sonny. Yeah, check it. I had Warriors. Uh, anyway, Warriors Celtics. I would. I had Draymond as the finals MVP. I remember that, but uh, I'm going to go Steph Curry as the finals MVP. I think he, if the Warriors are winning, they're going to do everything they can to give him one because he got, he probably should have won one in the past and they gave it to Andre Iguodala, who got just actually got kind of toasted by LeBron in that series. But LeBron um, should have gotten that MVP. Yeah, but he lost. So the Warriors, (laughs) it, uh, well, hey, they have gotten an MVP in the past to a loser, but it hasn't happened since who the hell was it? Jerry West. That would be yeah. the I don't think I don't think there's any chance that the Warriors win this that Steph doesn't get finals MVP. So well, I, I think, pick with I think likewise with Celtics. Or, I think it's either Tatum or Steph for the MVPs. Probably. I think Warriors in six, Steph MVP. Uh, I think it's gonna be I think the Warriors take both in, in um in Golden State and kind of take control of the series. So two yeah. Celtics, one Warriors, Hunter, who you got? Yeah, I'll just ride off that. I I've debated Warriors in five, but I'll say six. I think that the Warriors just have an engine that nobody else does in the league, and those guys never fucking stop. They're running around the court all over the place. They're setting picks, three picks for Curry to get open in one possession. They're obviously have been there before. They got Draymond to lead them emotionally and defensively. Then they got Steph, who I think is going to show up, and he's going to be the MVP. I think Steph's going to – I mean, the minute that they take step off the floor, they're going to bring in Jordan Poole, and he's going to eat up whatever six, seven, eight minutes that he's off the floor, and then they're going to put him on there together with that new, like, small, whatever the lineup they're calling it now, the lineup of death or whatever. They just have shooters everywhere. I know that Celtics defense is that good, but I, I honestly just think you win with offense. Um, and Curry, Curry ignites that crowd like no other player in the league right now. And I think that that counts. Like, I think Boston has good home field advantage, but home court advantage. But I think the Warriors have, like, a different element. The Warriors could be down 15 and Curry hits a three, and it feels like they're up by five. Yeah. Like, yeah the momentum switches when they hit a three, like nobody else if they're at home. 
They yeah. could literally be it, – it makes an 18-point game into a six-point game just based off of the feel in the arena. And I think that that's huge. And, I, I mean, you could literally feel it when the Nuggets were playing them in that round. First round, it was just like, holy shit, this guy just hit a three. We were up 12. And it feels like we're in the hole by 20. Next thing you know, you blink and you actually are in that hole by 20. So I just think that they have they can go on some crazy runs and you can guard Steph as much as you want. But if he's going to be pulling up from 35 feet and shit, like what can you really do? You're going to pick him up full court. Doesn't really matter. I don't think they're going to be pressing him the whole time. And if they do, he's not going to run out of gas and they will. And like Seth was saying earlier, Celtics have been kind of careless with the ball and kind of got away with it because those games were so low scoring because the Heat couldn't shoot for shit. This team is going to take advantage of basically every turnover. They run in transition. They're going to find an open three. I, I just think that – I think that they're going to probably take the first two at home and then probably take one – they might win the first three for real. I, I could see that happening. I could see this going five, but I'll say six. I kind of think just piggyback off that, like kind of what you said about what Seth, Seth said. The Celtics, the whole playoffs really are kind of prone to these scoreless droughts where they start turning it over and taking these bad step, like ISO step backs. And that's what they kind of did all year, but their defense just turned into this monster. And like, you, you can't do that shit against the Warriors. If you go in these, these prone, like scoring droughts, it's not, you know, Victor Oladipo shooting threes anymore. They're going to hit you with an 18 0 run and you're done. I think that could go bad. If you if you don't score for four minutes, it's going to be a 12 0 run. Like it, it's not yeah. like they're going to be that bad about it too. Like they're going to score. If you go on a bad drought, then that I don't think it's going to be two teams going on droughts at the same time. Yeah, like Tatum and Brown could have bad games, but you're not going to get a bad game out of Steph, Clay, Wiggins, and Poole. Right. They just their offense is just so. I mean, like, that's, when they're that's going. That's they're what so does. Beautiful, that's man. what does scare me about the Warriors. Steph averaged under 24 points last series, and they blew away the Mavericks. Yeah. Under 24 points. He didn't even, yeah, which is crazy. Like, he doesn't even have to do anything. I mean, not do anything, but he doesn't have to go crazy Steph. And they're blowing out a Mavericks team who, should they be there or not, I don't know. But you're right. It's They have eight what wins. He's going crazy. Jordan Poole, who can go crazy. I think Kevin Looney actually stepped up huge. He did, yeah, defensively and on the I mean, boards. Give you a ten and ten any night. Yeah, I mean that's that's effective. That's all they need for their center. They'll get the scoring somewhere else. All right, so who what do you guys think the odds are? Sorry, what do you think the odds are on a Marcus Smart Draymond Green fight? Probably pretty high. Yeah, they're gonna get in a fight. Yeah, they already sure. have beef. They already have beef. Didn't Marcus Smart dive into Steph Curry early? Steph, this year? yeah, that's that's another storyline yeah. here. All right, so that, yeah. Steph Curry is plus one ten. Jason Tatum, plus 175, and then off of a cliff, that goes Jalen Brown, plus 1,000, Draymond Green, plus 1,400, Klay Thompson, 1,400, Jordan Poole, 2,500, then Marcus Smart and A. Wiggins, 3,000, plus 4,000. What's your long shot? Rick likes uh, Warriors in five and Poole as the uh, the MVP. So, like, with those odds, cool. that's that's great. I like Wiggins. I th- no, he actually liked Wiggins. He said scratch Poole. I'll- I also I might take a flyer on Clay at plus fourteen hundred. You said he was Clay is fourteen hundred. Yeah, yeah. Maybe hedge my hedge my emotions here with the Celtics and uh, I. I mean I don't 
mind either team winning, but hedge my hedge my pick here and go Clay. Hunter, did you take Warriors in five? No, I wanted to, but I said six. You said they're going to win the first three there. Yeah, I said they could. I think they win the first two for sure, which for means sure. they'll lose. Which means here's they'll some, lose immediately. Like, they'll get blown out anymore. Um, I think it was highest scorer in the series. Who do you think is favored for that? Tatum, I would say. I would say minus, Steph. Oh, I would say Tatum. Tatum minus wow. one ten, oh. and wow. then Steph plus one thirty, and then it again jumps off a cliff. Jalen Brown plus six fifty, and then Clay Thomas plus three thousand four hundred. I see. I might just I might double that up with the MVP bet. If he wins one of those, he's gonna win both. I think Jalen Brown could kind of be a swing player in the series. Jalen Brown and Tatum averaged the same amount of points last series. What are you doing? Didn't game seven, he, I think he, I don't know, maybe game seven or game six, he had like 26 on 24 shots or something like that. Tatum's too hot and cold for me to really like, that's why I don't have him in my superstar list yet. Yeah, when he gets a step back seven. But yeah, I, I agree though. He can be dead on too. Yeah. I think I saw the Celtics in their 12 and 0 in their last. In the last five years, in games, playoff games, ref by, by Scott Foster. So, keep an eye on that. Here's a fun one. When I was talking about Smart guarding Curry in the last five seasons, in six games of Marcus Smart guarding Steph Curry, he's been held to just 30 points in the total six games. 37 oh. field goal, per, 37 percentage uh, from the field, and 30 from 30 percent from three. With three assists and seven turnovers. That's him Pretty as good. a primary defender, correct? Not like through the whole game. I'll get, my stack. I'll get my stack guy. Well, yeah, we'll get the, the stack guy. Got, yeah, I, be, be, I know he's he wasn't averaging five points a, points a game, dude. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah, got to so be within Definitely when he's defender. guarding him. Definitely when he's guarding him. Yeah. Shout out our stat department and shout out Sonny. The Rangers are also currently winning 6-2 right now. Six? Six. They just scored again. Let's get into our our two favorite segments of the week here, fraud list and crown of the week. Um, Hunter, let's go fraud list and let's start with you first. All right. So my fraud this week is sunscreen. (laughs) So we went down to Myrtle, did our annual golf trip. It was a blast as always. Day one, get down there, take a little nap on the beach, wake up fried as all could be. That was my fault. I didn't put sunscreen on at the time. But throughout the rest of the week, I was putting it on, lathering it up. It was getting in my eyes all week. So I'm crying, can't play golf. That's why my scores were bad. That's the only reason. And then I was just soaking my nose in this thing. And it just never seems to work for me. So I don't know what I need or if some of our, you know, listeners out there, maybe our German listeners have some home remedies out there um, that they could send me because I can't seem to figure it out. And I'm going to be like a candidate for melanoma here at a point, I would imagine. And I don't want that. And I don't need skin grafts from my ass cheek put on my face. So Sunscreen will be my fraud this week. Well, what SPF so, were you using down there? Same question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 15, 30, and 45. You got to go higher, up. pal. 15, you might as well say, sun, come burn the shit out of me. Yeah. I need yeah. zinc oxide. I need to look like, what's that? 
that old Baywatch stuff where they put it right Zing. on the nose and it just stays white. Yeah, yeah. That's what I need. <laughs> well, if you got burnt to a crisp on the first day, it's always going to be extra sensitive on the following days. So, I mean, I'm a big proponent of sunscreen here. And I have a redheaded fiance who would actually probably be dead of skin cancer if it wasn't for sunscreen. So <laughs> I'll help you she, out. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll work on your, we'll work on your lathering. Yeah. I should have asked her what, what she does. Cause she would have literally melted into the sand at Myrtle beach. If well, she did what I did. He also, the first day we got there was probably the highest or the highest UVs and you fell asleep on the beach for four hours without sunscreen. So that was yeah. what did it for you. Yeah, yeah, no one to blame but yourself, buddy. Yeah, I understand <laughs> the frustration you have on sunscreen. I just feel like self-inflicted. Self-inflicted. We'll work on it. We'll work on it. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, basically my fraud was me and my self-control. Uh, yeah. Shit. Seth, who's your who's on your fraud list here? So my fraud list is the NFL having morals. <laughs> um, today, put it on the board. Deshaun Watson added another lawsuit. I thought um, more than one, didn't he? 20, 20 some, 23? Well, no, he had yeah, 20. He had 22, and a girl, one of, the, one of the therapists, was watching HBO Real Sports, which I think the interviewer is at, talking to some of the other therapists, massage therapists, and she decided, okay, yeah, I actually am going to sue. So another one for him. Um, there has been little to no action done by the NFL. Um, I don't, I would, a part of me would be shocked if he played, if he isn't suspended at least, but another part of me would be shocked if, would not be shocked if he gets just nothing. Slap on the wrist, nothing. Yeah, Maybe like, like a $10,000 $10, fine. Yeah, and I don't know if we've ever seen like this amount of people coming forward in a lawsuit or in multiple lawsuits. Um well, how many did Robert Kraft it? I don't think no. it was this much. No, he got no. one tugger. Yeah, that wasn't even like charges pressed. I just think they figured it out that he was getting his getting handies at an Asian parlor. Yeah, they 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 raided the Asian parlor because they they were bringing in like human trafficking. And then he was like on camera or something during like he wasn't even he was never like accused of anything. He was just like a part of. He was just a uh, customer. <laughs> so yeah. Um, <laughs> Don't you dare gamble. Don't you dare smoke weed. But if you maybe sexually assault 23 women, you still might be a starting quarterback in the NFL. Get the largest guaranteed contract in NFL history. Yep. And he's still getting the money. Mm -hmm. This also is huge for, not my crown, but it's huge for Baker. It is. So, yeah, exactly what you were saying. You don't know if he's going to get suspended. I've been reading their speculation that he might get suspended four to six games, and that's kind of why they're keeping Baker, so they can play him in those games and he's not there, and then maybe move him after, maybe a little audition for Baker. Um, if I was Baker, I would still request a trade and say, fuck that, I want to get my own spot, yeah. and I want to be on my own team. I don't want to be involved in this mess. But Well, he's got all the leverage because he can basically say, I'm not playing, and you're really going to be fucked if yeah. Deshaun – get suspended i mean who the hell would they even i don't even i don't know who they're they got jacoby Brissett. yeah do they? Brissett. yeah he's he's fine for four or six games yeah baker should not play if they ask him to no fuck no 
So yeah, that's that's my fraud. The NFL has has no morals. Mags, let's go over to you. Who's your fraud? So I have a fraud. I feel like I'm going to steal Tony's here. Um, so sorry if I do. Okay, I'll tell you if you uh, do. I'm on my way on the way back from Myrtle this year uh, in Virginia. I think we stopped at Burger King, and my fraud of the week is Burger King. That place is the worst restaurant I think I've ever been to. They. <laughs> They had the they had the had sandwiches were terrible. They had one spicy chicken they said was like the number one sandwich they had, but they said it would take 25, 20, 25 minutes to make it. The fast food restaurant. Um, Tony got stuck behind these people ordering fifty dollars worth of Burger King food and trying to order off menu. The workers had no idea what was going on. As I've been to Burger King ten years, and my God, Burger King has got to be the basement of fast food. That place was horrible. So they're the fraud of the week. Yeah, I'm with you. I probably haven't been there in 10 years as well, and I'm not going back in the next 10. It was it was horrible. We stopped real quick just to get something like – we said we didn't want to take a lot of time because we want to get back on the road. I'm not kidding. I'm in line behind these for 15 minutes as they're ordering items that they've had since July. Yeah, it, that was one of the worst fast food experiences of my life. I thought you were going to pick it, but I uh, I don't know. I usually go with sports, but that Burger King really left a mark on me. What and you got order? What were you guys' orders? Our, I, I just got a rodeo burger and fries. The, their version of McChicken, like a dollar menu chicken sandwich, and it was horrible. Trash. I don't. I haven't had Burger King in a while, but it would take a lot for me to to, to that be like that's where I'm gonna stop. Yeah. Were yeah, you in desperation mistake. mode, or were you? Seth, like, do you know hey, actually know yeah. where we stopped? We stopped where we dropped your car off on the way to Charleston and that Walmart that complex. Walmart? Yeah. That's where it was. There was a bird being right next to a gas station. There, there was definitely tons of there was, food around there. There like. was. Hunter pointed out. He said, "Stop here. I want Burger King badly." Stop. I did not. <laughs> I think Hunter. I think Hunter had. The, I think Hunter had the poop for the one million times his life. I think that's why we picked there. No, we had to get gas. We did have to get gas. And Burger I, King. I had to drive. Will never ever be McDonald's. No. No, McDonald's is high above that. Bub eggs, no, that wasn't actually not on my list. I have two frauds here. Um, one, the cook slash woman who was working the snack stand at Arrowhead Country Club in um, Myrtle Beach, North Carolina. Very just everybody, everybody just call this country club and just give her a hard time because we got there an hour early and they had a grill, a working grill. And I said to this nice lady, do you make breakfast sandwiches or do you have breakfast sandwiches? She said, yes, but I have to make them. And then she like left it as that, as if I, she, if I can order something else that she doesn't have to make. And I said, well, we have an hour, so I will get a breakfast sandwich. And then I just started a chain reaction of people getting breakfast sandwiches. And she was pissed off at that, but not only she afforded for that at the turn, she did not have hot dogs, which is just, come on, your golf course, it's 90 degrees. You're in South Carolina. You don't have hot dogs. That's egregious. It's yeah. it's a shame. It's a shame. That but is with embarrassing. That, but with that, my bigger fraud of the week, who because she didn't get hot dogs, my buddy Meg's here got egg salad for the fourth time of the week. Ninety yeah. degrees playing golf. He's eat egg salad on whole ten. Disgusting. Fourth time. We got fourth. it all four rounds. No. How many times? How many times did you get egg salad down there? It depends what you mean. At times. I got yeah. three times, but one time I got two sandwiches. You got two egg salad sandwiches? Yeah. Four egg salad I, sandwiches. Oh, dude. Egg salad is a very good – I was talking to this guy from Boston down there, and he says it's an underrated cuisine and that 
anything mayo-based is good. And I said, you know what? That sounds good. Let me get a couple of eggs out now. Brother, not I'm on going, a golf course. I'm going chicken salad. I'm going tuna salad. And then I'm going egg salad. You just don't like that that yellow glow that comes off. Ew. It's delicious. It make me sick. <laughs> That's crazy. Sick. No yeah. hot dog to the turn. That is <laughs> disgrace. That is, I will make a call if you want me to. <laughs> Please, I forget her name. I think her name might have been Ruth. So as for Ruth at the snack stand. But um, <laughs> let's flip it over to, to uh, who's wearing the crown, and we'll go back to you, Hunter. We'll go same order. All right. So my crown. I don't know if you guys have said this already because the series are, have been going on, but and I say this every single year, but playoff hockey is so much fun to watch. And I have very much – I mean, the two game or the final – Jesus. The conference finals have just kicked off. So we watched Oilers and Avs last night, and that game put up what? Like, that went over six and a half in, like, early into the second period. That ended up with, like, goals. Yeah. I mean, it's just so fun. It's, like, up and down. It's so fast. All these superstars are all balling out. All the players are supposed to be good or being good. I don't watch a ton of hockey during the regular season, but when it comes to playoffs, it might be – I know it's so cliche. I was like, oh, playoff hockey is the best playoff series out there. It actually is kind of insane to watch. And then tonight, like you're seeing, it's like 6-2. But they're scoring every third minute in, like, spans. It's like, all right, go down there, take the lead. Nope, lost the lead. Now they're back on top. A little bit of fights, a little bit of, you know, just men being men. And there's nothing better than that. So I have really enjoyed these. And I am rooting for the Oilers and the Avalanche. Unfortunately, they're playing themselves. Uh, or playing each other, excuse me. So uh, I think whoever comes out of the West will win it all. Completely agree. I've, I found myself, this is the most NHL that I've watched postseason, like ever, and it'll probably just grow from here. It's a lot of fun. Um, Hunter, I was really sad when our Leafs got bounced in the first round. They got a tough matchup, though, against the Lightning. I think the Lightning might be the best team in hockey. But I think the Leafs next year, will get over the hump of first round, which they haven't gotten past since 04 or something. Yeah, it's like 20 years. Um, really sad for a Toronto team, Canadian-based team especially, but now I'm officially all on that, all on the abs, baby. I was, I was in Denver in March, maybe February, I forget, and I went out to visit Eric, and we were supposed to go to an avalanche game. So that's... That's my connection. I almost <laughs> yeah. went to a game. That yeah, basically makes you like a local. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yes, you big, basically have season tickets now. That's my West team. Yeah, yeah. big Avs guy, big Avs yeah. guy. And and we were around the stadium in Toronto, so that's my team as well. Yep. The Leafs. Went, to Tor- went to Toronto in the summer about 10 years ago, so basically Leafs fans too. <laughs> big Leafs guy and big Avs guy. So um, I think the Avs are, people are saying, probably the best team. But yeah, I I've been saying in our in our groups here that the abs are an absolute wagon, and I've been following them because the Nuggets beat reporters also covered the abs. So yeah. like the world is just starting to know about Nate McKinnon and um, Kale McCarr and those two are absolute freaks. Like Kale McCarr for what he's doing as a defenseman in terms of scoring and assisting is unbelievable. Wayne Gretzky himself said he's 
having one of the best defensive runs in the playoffs of all time, oh, which is crazy. Megs just fell down the steps. <laughs> That's why you guys are losing power so much. I didn't. I know I didn't. I didn't fall down the step. Tripped on a step. On a step, the top step fell his ass down. My God, it sounded like a damn earthquake <laughs> in this house. I'm not paying. Oh, this- Megs. Was it a forward fall or like a backward and you slide down on your ass? Yeah, did you hit your ass? No, he fell on his uh, butt the whole way down, feet first. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You guys didn't hear that? My God. He's going to have a bruise on his ass. We'll have to check back in with him next week and take put some screenshots onto, onto the Twitter. Yeah, on the podcast, like we're all we'll screenshots that makes his ass. Yeah. Sounds like we're all diehard Avalanche fan, actually. I think, yeah, they were an Avs podcast. Yeah. Well, Sonny, except for Sonny, Sonny, who's not here this week, is a Rangers fan. I think Rick is. I don't know who Rick is rooting for. Rick's a little bit indifferent. And Rick's then an Dave just hates all things enjoyable in life. So I doubt Dave's watching any sports. I hate all New York, basically. Like so cool. as long as the Rangers don't win, I'm, I'm a happy little boy. Um, Seth, who's your crown, though? My crown is the infamous Tom Cruise. Oh, Mr. Thomas Cruise. Uh, uh, let's go. Let's go. What a bounce back for my guy. No spoilers. Um, no spoilers. I haven't even seen the movie yet. Okay. But just seeing what he and that movie has done to the idea of movies, going to see the movies, $156 million over the Memorial Day weekend. That's the biggest over Memorial Day weekend since Pirates of the Caribbean, who many crown. Johnny Depp also won his case today against Amber Heard. So, um, God damn it. God big damn for it. him. <laughs> uh, but 1986, the first Top Gun came out. We're almost talking 40 years. And Tom Cruise, damn it, he's still got it. Haven't seen the movie yet. <laughs> I'm going to but, see it Friday and I'm hyped. Still got it. But yeah, I don't know. Tom Cruise has been able to like slide by being as being like maybe one of the weirdest people ever in like Scientology and just Scientology, kind of yeah. a big kind of freak. Um, to come back and make a hit. Our drive back from Myrtle, me and Hunter had an extensive talk about um, the original Top Gun. He he can't get enough of it. We talked about our favorite scenes, our favorite characters, favorite romance scene. It was, great. Never it was great. No, Hunter's never seen it. No, I haven't seen it. And Tony watched it for the first time a week ago, and that's all he's talked about since then. It's literally his full personality <laughs> right now. He wore he bought aviators and a bomber jacket literally yesterday. He's going to dress up as Goose or Maverick, whatever they are, and go to this go to the theaters. He's a sicko right now. He doesn't even know anything about the movie. He was literally I was looking over his shoulder when I was in the back seat. He was up front. He was doing music. I was looking over his shoulder. He's literally looking up, like, how to get involved in Scientology. He is all (laughs) – he is bought in right now. So, I mean, good for him. But he's making me hate that franchise and Tom Cruise, like, single-handedly. Very underrated Halloween costume Uh, back in college. Our buddy Tom, who we shouted out last week. Uh, Tom Tom. was Maverick and Hunter was Goose. But instead of dressing up as Goose from Top Gun, Hunter was an actual Goose. Yeah, I do. I have a picture of that on my phone. We can share that. Um, And as is tradition for Halloween, Hunter made the costume as gay as possible. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, um, Pride Month. You should check out the the first one. It's it's a it's pretty good. It's a good movie. 
It's I, a classic. I've seen it like Hunter, once, it's not, like 1.5 times. Yeah. I like it now. It's not one of my favorite movies, but it's a good <laughs> movie. Yeah. No, I'm I will not watch that just out of spite of Tony. <laughs> Megs, who you got for your crown? Did you fall down the stairs again, Megs? And Seth just cat. No, Seth just casually took him away as I went just as a side note. So I gotta think of one right now. So you go, you go first. I'll go last. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, I, I actually was laughing because I was thinking about doing him, but then I was like, is that too topical? Um, yeah. And then I saw that it was the biggest over Memorial Day and it beat Pirates of the Caribbean, which is yeah. Gotta gotta throw him in there. That's I got two here. Um Two here. The first one is the um, actually the lady who worked the snack stand at Man of War, the other course that we played down there. Uh, we got delayed for about an hour and a half in the clubhouse, and she was awesome with like lunch and shit. But on the way out to us playing again, uh, I saw they had Reese's. So I said, Hey, ma'am, can I please get a Reese's? And she stopped. She looked at me and she said, Would you like that frozen? I said, Ma'am, absolutely. So she's wearing the crown for me. And also the spooks. The spooks are back, and the spooks are wearing the crown for me because Stranger Things, this new season, season four, has been awesome so far. There's been some teams that maybe jump out a little bit, and as everybody knows, the spooks and Halloween are my favorite seasons and favorite time of the year. So, Stranger Things, pretty good so far. Yeah. I didn't finish it. I'm like four episodes in. Pretty good. I'm excited to start that. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, that was my but other I, one. But uh, I'm glad you've had such a roller coaster with – clubhouse ladies yeah that's that's really like why I, I golf so did she have reese's stored or she said hey let me throw this in there for five minutes it'll blow your mind young man no she had them stored in the freezer she knows what she's doing she already had them stored. she already had them yeah, in the yeah. freezer she had them like on the little like uh little stand the little metal stand with like the almond joys and the stickers and shit and whatnot but then i asked did i saw the reese's there i said can i have one ma'am she said, yes, would you like it frozen? She had them stocked. Was this a big rain delay I was seeing? Yeah. 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 Did yeah. They, I mean, how long into it do you decide and golf? All right, we're going to go back to the clubhouse. Because uh, I've been out the there point, for like 20 minutes of rain and we just kind of sat in our car. Yeah. It got to the yeah. point where you like couldn't like do anything. Like you're, you couldn't hit your like, ball because the, the wind and the rain were like just pushing it. And then we had one kid, shout out Colin Kincaid, who on the last hole that we tried to play – uh, the driver slipped out of his hand and like three hopped into the beginning of the water. But then he, he was able to get it out. <laughs> Megs, you right, got one so, yet? Yeah, I do. Um, it's going to be a little self-deprecating, but um, my other one was going to be Stranger Things, which is awesome this year. But I'm going to go back to it's going to be the Myrtle podcast is that on the second from Friday, the second round at Myrtle Beach National, um, I misplaced Super relatable my to all of, all of our listeners. Yeah, I know. Well, this is good. I misplaced my wallet. Um, and the I lost it for like a day and a half. But the cart person at Myrtle Beach National was like the nicest dude in the world. Drove me around the course. Tried to find it for me. Don't find it that day. Come back the next day. They let me take it out the cart out again. The same guy. And as I'm about to pull away, Uber shows up. I'm about to leave and just give up on it. Some random dude found it on the course. So um yeah no that guy was like a lifesaver i and he was just like one of the nicest dudes in the world and everyone else stole my other um crowns of the week so he a modern it. day he saved hero. my life so he really was i mean he honestly drove me around the course we had a mishap with the cart he let me off the hook for that as well um and uh yeah no he was just 
one of the nicest dudes in the world. And he really took care of me. And thankfully I found my wallet. So where was the wallet? It was on the eighth hole. I, uh, paid like on for the beers. No, mm. at the, uh, near the seat. I paid for beers and then I put it, I forgot to put it back in the, the holder, put on the seat and drove away and I guess fell out. Subtle flex of paying for the beers, by the way. Yeah, no, I paid for like multiple rounds. Shout out, or... um, shout out Downey Buckets <laughs> when we played, when I played with Megs on Sunday. Bought hole four, Megs, um, well, actually every hole. He checked to see if he had his wallet. Hole four in the fairway, he did not have his wallet. He said to uh, me and Sauce, who we were playing with, he said, yo, guys, get my wallet back. I said, we did not take your wallet. He said, guys, it's not fun to get my wallet back. He started backtracking, went back to the other hole. Donnie Buckets took it out of his uh, bag to fuck with him. The real Seth move. Seth usually unhooks your bags and all your shit goes all over the place. And Meg's golf round, just a complete downfall from there. We had real relatable picks this week just talking about our vacation, but. Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. freaking Seth just mumbling Johnny Depp taking my pick. Oh, you're also on the front list because when you lost your phone, I signed out of my iCloud so you could do find your iPhone and, and my phone. But because I signed out, now all my shit's fucked up and I lost all my passwords. So that's, that's didn't lose Didn't lose my phone. Oh, place, my friend. yeah. Megs, I've, I've also grown out of the, the club releasing the strap. Oh, you have? That's good. Try to. Good. I can feel safe. I can feel <laughs> safe. We're slowly getting there. Yeah. All right. Let's wrap it up here, though. We've ran a little long, but that's okay. All right. Um, we got our finals picks. We got our finals MVPs. And I mean, Hunter just has any, I don't think Hunter's been here for the last 20 minutes. So, well, he's checking Hunter's on Meg's. Meg's fell, still no. fell on stairs. He's in the shower. <laughs> he's talking to the paramedics. Yeah. Hunter just Hunter's showed in up. the shower. That is interesting. Seth, thanks for coming on. We'll have to have you back on. Uh, just give us a give us a notice when you want. Well, actually, we'll have you back on when the Lakers deal Russell Westbrook to X team. Tyree. They're not dealing him. Okay. Tyree. Maybe during the, the year, but they're starting the year with them. All right. We'll see. Oh, um, oh, quick, real quick. Yeah, what do you got? Is, it, is it too – let's make a too early 2023 NBA Finals prediction. Oh, Jesus. Um, and and we'll have our stack guy write this one down so Megs can't get away with saying that eight percent. Yeah, yeah. Go back and check that. By the way, that's definitely right. I'm gonna go. Yeah. Listen to it, so that's right. <laughs> um, fuck it. Sixers, Lakers, Nuggets, Bucks. I'll I'll go. I'll keep going. The Homer, Lakers, Lakers, Bucks. I'm gonna go Bucks, Grizzlies. Wow, that's silly. Come wow. on. Wow, wow, wow. Sleeper next year. Yeah. Sleeper next year is uh, the, the Clippers for sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're going to be good. Yeah. I love you guys. All right. Thank you, everybody, yeah. for listening. See you next week. Getting rich off of the pride. Dirty smut from crooked rain. Wrapped up tight in cellophane. Cheating death, life is a game Don't look up when I hear my name
take your punches to my face well, That won't put me in my place I smile with my bloody grin I lost a fight but I count my wins 